Welcome to episode 136 of Drew's Sports Crew here on this Sunday afternoon. Myself, Drew Skyberg, bringing you the news, as always, in the Wisconsin sports world. And look, this this week was one of the weirdest weeks, right? I mean, we were talking about now 136 episodes. Yeah, you heard that right, 136. That's over two years of episodes. This was just a weird week of sports because... Right. I mean, usually the Packer bye week has fallen when Bucks basketball is going on. So it's like, okay, we have Bucks, or it's fallen, or things have happened where baseball's still going on. Right. Um, so it's okay. But this week, let me tell you, it is so interesting where the Packers have their bye week, right? But then we also have the Bucks that have a preseason still, and the Brewers are eliminated. So, like, we're actually in this point where, like, no relevant right, sports are going on right now in terms of for Wisconsin. Um, and, right, I mean, not really Wisconsin football pod. Um, and, boy, I'm glad we're not – I'm glad I'm not because, I mean, just talking about how yesterday's game went against Iowa. Oh, boy. But my point is, is like, just – this week, even you, you see on the content, right, at your sports crew, just a different order this week, right? Um, I still, right, my goal is to still bring you all that high-quality content. Um, just just a different order because, like, things are happening at different days, right? So, like, I have the Packers player of the week, not Packers, uh, the Bucks player of the week for the first two, well, it's going to be three preseason games um, coming out tomorrow. Um, as you see, the thumbnail here is Jay Crowder. Credit what he's done so far. Uh, we'll talk about that. But just to, to start us off, I just wanted to chat about how weird this week has been for Wisconsin sports because, again, the Packers have a bye week. It feels so weird um, just with it being early, with it you know, coming off a Monday night game, and then all this stuff. And then, of course, right, the – the Bucks, I guess I would consider tonight's preseason game against the Lakers probably the most meaningful game, you know, they've had so far in the preseason. Dame and Giannis are gonna be playing tonight. Games at six PM. So I'll talk about that as well. Uh, but no Brewers really. We're not getting a lot of clarity on anything. Matt Arnold's um post like this is the one thing I'll say about the Brewers. Matt Arnold's season review press conference was exactly what we thought. It would it was a whole lot of nothing. I mean, I could have told you what he could have said before that. You know, you know, we we want to have Burns back. We want to have Council back. We want to bring these guys back. Um, we're certainly not, you know, um, you know, we, we want to bring these guys back. But you know, if that doesn't work, you know, if the season, if it just doesn't work, you know, whatever. But like, it was like, okay, yes, we get it. You want to bring those guys back, but you recognize there's a cost. You recognize that there's an opportunity cost, right? So. Um, they, they said all the right things, but it was like, okay, really? No, we'd love to bring council back. Well, of course you'd want to bring council back, right? Um, nothing, nothing we got from that. Um, small things were like Tyler black might be worked in at first and third. We kind of knew that we just have never really heard Arnold openly say that. So that was pretty cool. Uh, just talking about how to address that Tyler black being one of the Brewers minor league players of the year, I believe. Um, just a phenomenal hitter, lefty, um, who got drafted now two, three years ago. Um, anyways, uh, the big news, though, is with Woodruff also um, dealing with that the shoulder capsule. Um, 
injury that he's actually going to need surgery on and will most likely miss all of 2024. Uh, what a terrible time for him and his his career right now, too. Like, Cohen the free agency up, coming up here. Um it might might have might be done, you know, with the Brewers, which is unfortunate. There's the fan favorite, a Brewers legend, really, when it comes down to it. Think about all the big games he started. So unfortunate, but you know, that's just how it is sometimes in baseball. But that's that's literally all the Brewers I'll say I'll talk about. Not much else I can really touch on because ALCS and LCS are going now, and that's that. But we're transitioning here into Bucks and Packers season. The Brewer flag stays up though; it always does. It's got to be up, so it'll stick up there. The pe- the pennant and the the bucks flag. Yeah, if you're the deer, still you always have to. Um, but yeah, the I talked about how the preseason atmosphere was in last Sunday's episode. I do want to talk about scheduling too. I know this is a long intro, but I already talked some sports, so that's how it is. So was gonna have a Wisconsin sports spotlight this weekend. Unfortunately, scheduling again did not work out. I have multiple guests in line though. And I, like I explained to you all, I would rather have, I want to have quality episodes coming out. Right. So I, I mean, when it comes down to it, if we have to wait for the guests, we wait. Uh, I've, there's no betting. Like I'm not going to give you all an NBA an NBA preseason betting thing. Um, it, it was, it was pretty tough, you know, cause there's only like three or four games. Not, not a whole lot of lines out either. It was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't quality. And then also playoffs for baseball is only one. Uh, and then with the WNBA play playoffs going on right now, there's not a whole lot of lines I saw out for that too. So it felt like there wasn't a lot of lines for all the games that were going on that made it, you know, that made it possible to do an episode. Uh, so it was unfortunate um, to realize that the baseball crew um, for this season is going to be wrapped up. And But, yeah, I mean, I still planned to have right those Wisconsin sports spotlight. You know, I, I talked about two to three times at least a month, ideally. The other ones will be like a betting episode if applicable, but otherwise, again, I'd rather have a quality episode than than um, not uh, mid to low quality, right, when it comes down to it. So just throwing that out there. But schedule this week, Wednesday, 4 o'clock, Journey to a Million will be back. Of course, Zach, Jared, myself, Drew Skyberg, then we will – be chatting it up uh, regarding football, but otherwise, again, just keep on lookout this weekend uh, for some good content. Looking to do a Bucks season preview with a guest as well, so that's what's going on too. So at Drew Sports Crew Instagram X TikTok, Drew Sports Crew YouTube Facebook. Let's roll now. Let's go into the world of football. So yeah, the Packers on the bye week this week. I don't think there's a whole lot to recap in Week Five against. Las Vegas. I mean, it was a, it was a sloppy game. Uh, Seventy-seven yard play for Watson was great. He was player of the game um, on the end for the Packers that I announced. Uh, Jordan Love though a hat trick, I believe, for picks. Um, just you know, it was a game to forget. Preston Smith was on Devonte Adams. Just weird coverage assignments. Weird game. Um, honestly. Like it wasn't obviously the or it was not the Packers' worst loss of the year. That that goes week four against Detroit, but I I don't know if frustrating is the right word, but it was the most like like the game was just it was just boring. Like I, I you know passionate Packer fan, it just it felt boring, you know. And it's not that like the Packers' offense, you know, as 
I mean, it stalled. It was stale. It felt, you know, those are some words I usually, I don't think I've ever used involving the Packers offense, but um, I mean, if you just, right. I mean, if you just dive a little bit into the stats, look, I said, I wasn't going to talk about it, but then I get on a little rant now and now I am, but like time of possession. I mean, they just slightly lost by and three turnovers. They had more yards than them. So it's like, okay, but from there, I just feel it's like other than that one play, it just was it was blah. Twenty for seventy six was AJ Dillon three point eight, arguably also with a touchdown. I'd say arguably his best game of the season efficiency wise. Um, I think not having Aaron Jones is probably a thing I should talk more about. You know, especially for this week too. Though, like when I'm saying it's blah and stale and all these things, well, that's definitely a huge reason why, right? Um, just some things like. I don't know, like Romeo Dobbs was non-existent in this game. And I, you know my my talk about Dobbs. He can be a favorite target at times, but the skill level, like just watching the tape, he's not he's not like a future number one guy. Like he's a solid number three option on for a receiver, I feel, coming out of Nevada in you know, second year. It's I just feel like there's some work to be done still. And I, I like I think Musgrave's been, you know, the the other guy who we just have been happy to see and proud of how they've developed so far, but okay. Not much, not much else about this game. Josh Jacobs was supposedly held in check. That's end end of it. It doesn't make sense to go play by play and break down how it all went down. So um, that's what I got on that. Going then again, week seven preview. I promised it's, Again at Denver. So Denver is coming off this Thursday, right? We thought we know they played against Kansas City to kick us off for week five. They have a nice little bye week there too, going from Thursday to Sunday at 325. So like a 10-day kind of off period now. Uh, they hung in there against Kansas City. This is at Denver. Packers historically in Denver, not great. Um, this could, you know, this is a game where we don't necessarily know how this Broncos team will look too. Uh, there's some guys, right? Like Frank Clark, for example, is one who they're looking at trading and, or I believe they released, but it was just interesting how they're going about that. But then also Jerry Judy, will he be on the team? Um, Javante Williams is dealing with some stuff right now. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think of the, the game right now. Right now, uh, matchup predictor on ESPN has the Packers a 57% chance to win. You like to see that. Um, again, still kind of inflated. Um, it has the Broncos giving up 458 yards allowed per game, which against the Bears and against uh, Miami was a lot of that. But, I mean, this, this hopefully can be a confidence builder for Jordan Love in this offense, also with Aaron Jones coming back. Um, Denver's 0-3 at home. Like, you definitely expect this to be a win for the Packers, but it's not a gimme. We need to establish that. You know, this is going to be a game. It could be one to two scores. Um, and you might sound like that sounds like it could be a smooth win, but, like, this this is a close – I think it's going to be a clo- good, hard-fought game for Green Bay. It's 325 on CBS, so we get to see the Packers on CBS. That's great. But otherwise, I mean – I'm just intrigued to see how what Sean Payton's going to do with this offense. Um, you talk about like the run game is going to be interesting. Jaleel McLaughlin um, and just how like they've been using multiple backs. Uh, I think 
that's going to be what they're going to do against Green Bay. I think they're going to run the football is what I'm, what I'm saying. Uh, it doesn't – the passing game has not been there. Uh, Russ, although his 12 touchdowns of four picks, still has not, I, I think, has looked that great. The stats look great, but I don't know. I'm – I think it's a mixed bag. Uh, this Denver defense, though, is is rough. A decent secondary, um, some solid linebackers, but from there, it's, I mean, it's a rough. Like they are getting beat at the line of scrimmage, and that's where I bring up Aaron Jones, who's going to be back out that extra week, and also gets the bye week of rest. Uh, I expect nice workload, good usage from him in this one. Hopefully this is a game to get Dylan going to. I mean, he needs a confident booster, a confidence booster. I talked about last week how he looked better. Um, like I'd say that was probably the best he's looked, right? 3.8 carry. I had some solid runs, had an 11-yard run. Uh, it was improving. But we definitely need that to continue, and this is a great building block. Also to get the Packers to 3-3. Three and three. Uh, We had the Vikings and... Um, the Bears beat up on each other. Vikings get the win there. Detroit right now. I'm looking, trying to look at the score. Um, of course, it's not showing. Detroit right now, like they're tied when I'm watching. So, like, they could go to four and two. Um, but my point is, Packers still have a chance. You know, it, it looks it looks discouraging after them going two and three and winning a game we thought they should win. But, you know, three and three come out with a win in Denver uh, could be the way to roll as again, their reward would be to go home back home to play Minnesota. They get two straight home games. We would like to see that. So that's your Packer talk here on this episode. And then lastly, we're going to touch on the Milwaukee bucks. What is going on with them? Again, two preseason games in and a third coming your way at 6 p.m. Central. Preseason on ESPN. It's happening. So I touched on the stats on last Sunday's game. We'll talk a little bit about the game on Tuesday, the 10th. So already five days ago. Uh, Trust me, I'm still talking about it because it's still relevant. And although preseason, what what I want to touch on too is just some minutes we're seeing guys get – I feel like how we've seen Adrian Griffin, you know, utilize some players so far has been telling, uh, especially preseason. Jay Crowder getting 21 minutes, uh, another solid game on Tuesday. So he's the thumbnail for how he's performed so far. Um, he's been probably, you know, throughout the first two games, I'll say, like I can affirm it, affirmatively say he's been the most consistent Bucks player in the first two games. There's no denying that. Um, I mean, Brooke Lopez has been good too, but but just looking at what Crowder's done, uh, he put up 14 points, three boards, two assists, one steal. Uh, he's getting re- more respected in this new system, uh, again, with Adrian Griffin, and I feel that's going to be a, a, a win for this Bucks team, having him in. A uh, campaign played on, last, or on Tuesday, but he was 0 for 6, um, 0 for 4 from 3. He had five assists, but offensively was rough other like the passing side was great he had some good dimes but nothing nothing much from there uh other than that it was like portis was seven points eight boards was like okay decent game but we're waiting for marshawn bochamp like what i've been talking with people are like who do you want to see this preseason the most i mean 
for me, it was some of the vets like Beasley and Payne, but it was like, you know, we know what those guys do. I want to see what Bochamp does. I want to see Chris Livingston. I want to see Andre Jackson, you know, those guys. Um, a little bit of Ty Ty Washington too. I mean, I haven't really talked about him and the fact that I haven't has been, you know, probably a mistake on my end. Um, he was again, three for five in this one, uh, had two steals. He's, I've been thinking more about this. Like, I think he's going to make the team. Like, like, I mean, I, I like, obviously he's going to be on the team, but like, I think he's going to be like on the bench along with other pain and the others. And again, they have a, great use of some G League guys here who could be on two ways. Um, of course, you'll still have Connaughton, but I'm just happy to see what I saw from him. And then also Chris Livingston got in. So I talked about how he didn't play Sunday at home against Chicago, but he gets in on Tuesday for seven minutes, three for four. He had three boards and he played, I mean, plus minus the plus five when he was in. It was a good seven minutes for him. And it, that was really encouraging to see out of Livingston. Uh, I'd say, and I think that was a big takeaway for me. Uh, Andre Jackson also had a solid one. Um, turnovers, though, he had three turnovers and three fouls in 15 minutes. That was not good. Um, but three for six, seven. Of course, he had seven rebounds. That's just his the name of his game. And, of course, he had a steal and a block. It feels like he's a lock for at least one steal, one block uh, whenever he comes in. Uh, so that's cool to see that. But yeah, Bochamp was two for 11, one for six from three. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I don't know what else to say. It's, you know, we saw him in summer league. It was like, oh my goodness, he's going to have a huge leap in year two. And then the next game against Brooklyn in summer league, nothing. It was rough. And then we see that here. There's just inconsistency with his game that we continue to see. So again, looking at the schedule this week, um, they again play the Lakers here at six o'clock. And then we have a game again on Tuesday. They go to OKC. So that's at seven o'clock. And the preseason wraps up already this Friday. So there's three games this week Sunday, Tuesday, Friday. You might be wondering why I might not do a Bucks prediction challenge. And I'll, I'll tell you exactly why. It's preseason. Uh, I'm not going to predict winners and losers in preseason, especially in, bas- in basketball. You know, a lot of, I mean, any sport rather, but like basketball, it's like, no, no way. Um, but again, tonight's game is the exciting one. 6 p.m. I'll say it again. Los Angeles in L.A. Dave and Giannis are both playing tonight. We don't know how long, but we know they're going to be logging minutes. So that's going to be the exciting part. Um and I wonder then Tuesday and Friday, I think we're going to have some players active, some not. I don't know. Maybe we'll see some Giannis Middleton Dame action in that last one against Memphis on Friday is my guess. Um, but tonight's tickets, the lowest price is $44 for some preseason tickets. There you go. That's interesting to see. But otherwise, on the basketball side, that's that's really all I got. There's again, this is a weird week where nothing's really like officially going on. Um, so just want to monitor that. The one thing that I have been monitoring that I'm looking forward to sharing with you all is already the baseball promo schedule. Um, so the brewers usually announce it here in November. They, they announce it before the holidays, right? Very smart. But, um, 
that's something I always break down because I think it's important. That's a good way to dictate what games you go to. Uh, for example, the Brewers Giannis Cream City baseball jersey. Like there's the, there are promos that you feel like are just phenomenal. Like you cannot miss them. The William Contreras bobblehead was a great one too. Um, some of the, the flag stuff they had and, you know, for cream city or like the city connect, I should say go city connect, not cream city. Um, just uh, things I think we should definitely monitor more at. Um, but the brewers have announced the home opener official time already. Tuesday at three ten. Tuesday, April 2nd, three ten PM. So that, that is announced. And uh, we do not have the home opener. Like opening day though is not announced. Um, so, I wanted to just mention that. I know it's like, okay, Drew, it's in April. Why are you talking about that now? Uh, because the promo schedule, I believe, is coming out pretty soon. That's why I bring it up. So that is what I have for you all here in episode 136 of Drew's Sports Crew. Again, at Drew Sports Crew, Instagram, X, and TikTok. Be sure to subscribe You know, on, on YouTube, Drew Sports Crew. Otherwise, I'll be back here Wednesday along with Zach Roush and Jared Valeski. And I hope this weekend I am confident that the Wisconsin Sports Spotlight, I will have one of the few guests who uh, who have agreed who will be coming on. And they're great individuals. So I promise that that will be coming up. And I look forward to sharing that all with you. Have a great week, everybody. That's going to wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skyberg. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.